0: Erica. and Liana come join us on Patreon where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and be invited to Patreon exclusive zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for night guys podcast
1: or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash night guys podcast.
0: You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access.
1: See you on Patreon.
0: Squiddle,
1: needle doodle, doodle, doodle do.
2: <laughs>
0: Erica and it's Liana and this is the night guys podcast we're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff supernatural extraterrestrial cryptid culty true crime and also wine and other exciting things because today (laughs) we have a special guest and her name is Amber Lucas and this is our first time ever interviewing somebody who is local to where we are Hooray. Hi. I love it. It
1: makes me so happy.
0: Amber, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited. Thank you so much you. for
3: having me. Yay. I'm Aww. so excited.
0: Thank you. Good. We're glad you're excited. That's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that our listeners know a little bit more about you, uh, you run a blog called Amused Blog. You talk about literally everything from like wine, skincare, natural hair care, where to stay in Sonoma County. But then you also have like really amazing, like heartfelt essays and bl- like just blog posts. And you have a few things going for you right now. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about what's going on? You just got appointed to a very important position, we feel, in Sonoma County as well.
3: Yeah, I I have a, a lot going <laughs> on.
1: Uh, <laughs> Understatement.
3: Yeah, Um commissioner on the um, on the commission of the status of women in Sonoma County uh, which I'm very excited about and then there's a few ad hocs that I'm also on as well such as voice it um, which is for women and girls um, to help educate and redirect them away from abusive relationships toxic situations get them help get them counseling that sort of thing so very passionate about that you mentioned my is yeah on the blog I mean one of my most popular series um was about me being in an abusive relationship and uh it it was a three four-part series and it's something that I realized in the middle of it is that we often don't talk about our struggles until we're outside of them yeah and we have time to reflect on them and then We're taught that we have to pull some sort of moral lesson out of our struggles, which I think is wrong. I mean, we don't have to attach any moral to a struggle or to abuse. We don't have to attach anything to that. So why not talk about it while we're in it and let others experience it with us or let others know that they're not alone, that they need to speak up, but that they can speak up, that they should speak up. So- Yes, very uh-huh. excited about that that um commission.
1: That's so important. I just I applaud you for all the hard work you're doing. Like that's not easy. Yeah, it's it's really on so many different brief. levels. It yeah. is. And
0: it's I really, I just I think that's so wonderful that you're doing that. Like it's it's hard to open yourself like that, but not thank just you. thank you very much. just personally, but like to everybody, like letting the world see like this is how I hurt. And I understand that you hurt too, but let's kind of share in that hurt, I guess. I'm not really sure how to word it correctly, but I think it's really amazing what you're doing. Yeah. And
1: I, and you don't have to come out the other end, like you're saying, like (laughs) with an epiphany or something that, you know, like I beat this or, you know, this is the end goal. It's like, no, just the fact that you're, you survived or even if you don't feel like you're surviving necessarily too, that's also okay. But just to be able to know that you're not alone and that you can share that experience and mm-hmm. that's enough. I think that's so important. Exactly. You don't need more pressure on yourself when you're already feeling the amount of pressure that goes through like all of that. That's just, it's not like you're awesome.
3: is what I'm saying. Thank you. I mean, I think it's so important too. like, especially like in terms of abusive relationships, um, to remove that moral aspect of coming out the other side and having a lesson learned and all of that. I think it's actually, it's very important to remove that from our context of thinking, because often that's how how we find ourselves and stay in abusive relationships because, you know, oftentimes Mm -hmm. gaslighting will be happening in an abusive relationship. And so the conversation of, if you loved me, then you would stay. If you, if you truly love that person, then you would, you would work with them to help them see how they're hurting you. Like that's the moral aspect. You suffer in order to be loved. And no, no, mm -mm. So remove the moral aspect and then, you know, just, this isn't serving sure me. me. So I'm going to leave.
0: And what's the name of that one essay so that our listeners can, or did you have only one? <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. I asked you
1: a hard oh, question. Yeah. If not, we can link it.
0: You can yeah. tell us later. No, and we no. can link
1: it. No pressure.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I believe oh, it's okay. called the relationship essay. Um, I think that's the first one. And it's me like, genuine I genuinely like I fell so hard for this person and I you know um it started off with an essay it's a a living essay I call it it's a living essay because I constantly go back and update it as I learn because we're always learning and so that one's called warning signs and uh then we have one called the relationship essay and then that kicks off a series and I can send you those links wonderful
0: thank you yeah I just want to make sure that People can read this stuff. It's really it's powerful stuff. So, yeah, I love your blog. I really enjoyed reading it
1: because I relate the way you write is kind of how I talk to myself in my own head. So it (laughs) felt very relatable. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I I related to the your style of writing. I I loved it.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. So, in addition to the really serious stuff, you also do some lighter things, which Yes. You talk a lot about wine and you were talking a little bit about wine before we started. (laughs) But um, that's, that's one of the the big things that you're bringing right now is bringing to Sonoma County is trying to, I'm going to word it wrong. So I, I, I almost don't even want to talk. I don't want to say it, but what you were talking about is the, the whiteness of how wine, the wine culture has been. Yeah. And trying to express to the world that wine is not picked by wine and grapes are not picked by white people. It is not started nope. with like people like me. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I yeah I want to hear what you have to say if you don't mind. Just kind of going. I know I didn't really set you up for anything right there, but I just I'm no. really I was really inspired by reading what you were saying, and I I really liked how you were touring wineries that you felt were really open to bringing voices to the people that are not seen in the wine industry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The wine industry is so multifaceted in the way that you can approach it. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can approach it just by tasting. You can approach it through experiences. You can approach it, how the wine is made, how it's produced X, Y, and Z. I mean, it really truly is limitless, but something that I noticed very early on Mm -hmm. in wine is I would show up to these like wine influencer type events. And when I say wine influencer, and this is something I've become a little sensitive to, Mm -hmm. um, because of the recent media storm is like an influencer who speaks about wine. So like when I say wine influencer, um, events, it'll be influencers at a winery. And, um, When I would attend these events, I would notice I was the only one who looked like me. And, or I would be seeing the same exact people over and over and over again. So it was always the same two black girls. It was always, you know, and I was one of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm very careful about that. I say that I am a biracial, I'm a black biracial woman. I don't say that I'm black because that too has some very racist roots to it because the one drop theory, right? one drop of like blackness in your your history your ancestry then you're immediately categorized as a specific Mm -hmm. identity which is problematic so I saw this and I was like what is going on like what is going on and honestly it's not a conversation that I had growing up
0: yeah
3: which is a little weird to me (laughs) I you know my father is Haitian um but it was never really addressed in my family. Like you're biracial, you're black. This is, you know, you might have these struggles in your life. It, it simply wasn't addressed. And so within the last like several years, especially coming into the wine industry, I was just like, okay, maybe they just really like me for my personality and that's it. But the more research I did, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. hmm, am I being tokenized? Mm-hmm. And it kind of got it. into that uncomfortable space. And then I started like doing more research and I was like, what is going on? Like it is brown hands in the fields that are tending to these grapes Mm -hmm. is the brown hands that are picking these grapes. And then it just gets whitewashed through the process of winemaking. And then you're presented this product in a tasting room where there's no representation. Mm -mm. What is this? Yeah, You know, it's all about oh, it's done in the French style. It's done in the European style. It's done in California style. And I'm just like, why are we ignoring the fact that this is an agricultural product? Yeah. That's what wine is. 100%. It, it's a farming product. Yeah. And so it's like when they talk about farmers and when you talk about any other type of product, you don't have it as whitewashed as wine. Mm -hmm. So what is the difference here? What's going on? And then just really kind of diving into that and peeling back so many layers to find the why and the how and how to change that.
1: I love that. It does need to be changed. It's. I just hate when things are so curated and you think that like, oh, this is like, I'm seeing representation. And then you realize, no, there's this has all been carefully curated and thought out. And you're actually using wonderful people who shouldn't be used. You know, it's like like in the beginning, you could think like, "Wow, this is great!" Like they've invited Amber, and Amber is wonderful. And then you realize it's like, no, like you're being tokenized, and it's like that's oh, it's just I I don't know. The world's weird.
3: Yeah, and it's something that we like, you know, myself and this other woman. Like we we developed a joke. Like we we stopped messaging each other to be like, "Are you going to be at this event today? Are you going to be there?" Because we just knew that we were going to see each other. And we're like, "Hey, girl."
1: again okay us. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
3: you know and it's just like it's us mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so and i mean that opens up a whole larger conversation about other things but yeah it's it's interesting mm-hmm. and other thing too is like important to remember is that so often in the media and in studies and like the memes that you see splashed across You know, social media, you're conditioned to believe that microaggressions, prejudice, racism are blatant and intended acts like somebody somewhere is waking up in the morning and sipping their coffee and being like, I'm going to be racist today. (laughs) That's not how it works. No,
0: it's so subtle. Most
3: of these behaviors are unconscious behaviors because how do you mm-hmm. change your movements within a space if you've never been shown a reflection of what's wrong? You yeah. know, so it's there's a lot of unlearning that has to be done. There is a lot, and I would say more than not, there are a lot of people that are wanting to act with good intentions that are wanting to do the right thing, but they're still moving within these spaces that are actually negative and they don't realize it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a lot. That's why I'm so happy that we get to have you here to talk about it. And you're from here. So it it makes me even more like just so happy that we can talk to you about this stuff. I think it's so
0: important. Have you found any wineries that you feel really supported at? Yes. Yes. Locally, yeah, we need those wines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would love to support them.
3: Yes, I have. I could send you a list of- <laughs> Oh okay. my God. Yes.
1: That's no great. Rush, Sorry. But- now I'm
3: like thinking like no, it's winery so hard owners' names, like not names oh. of wineries. I'm like I'm looking at like these wines. And I'm like that wine, that one. <laughs> you know, like the ones that are like here, granted. I, I can even name the one like who's so difficult. I won't tell you that they're the difficult one. They're so <laughs> difficult. <laughs> but they're great really at what they know. do. They're great at what they do. And I'm just going to slip their name in with the list. I'm not okay. going to be like, that's the problem. I won't no do problem. that. But I'll just put their name in there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, well, cool. Well, then we'll definitely share a link or a list of those names as well, just because I, we'll also probably have to go visit some of those. And we need ourselves. to just drink them in general, yeah. selfishly. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so, okay, totally shifting gears. Right. Because we are paranormal. We are podcast. paranormal. So we got to kind of right. paranormal that in there. Horror, true crime, <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> Let's just we be honest. <laughs> We did have our our charts and stuff recently read, and they were like, Yeah, you both have Pluto, so you got a lot of both into some weird stuff. Weird stuff. And we're like, okay, let's checks out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We like strange things. Yeah, you called it. All right, cool.
0: (laughs) So um you did mention that you are Haitian. And I know that um the Haitian people have a very specific they have specific rituals and religion beliefs and stuff like that. Did you grow up with any? of that yourself or
3: so? No, not at all. (laughs) Which is, which makes this really interesting actually, because it, I think there's something to explore there in terms of like traditions and ancestry and like ancestors and like your DNA kind of always helping you find a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I was raised, yes, my father is Haitian. He's first generation American. His parents came over before they had him. And, um, I was raised very conservatively. I was raised as a Seventh-day Adventist. I was raised in the Mm. church. My father was Seventh-day Adventist. My mom was, they met at an Adventist institution. Uh, I was, I went through the entire Adventist school system growing up. Wow! very very religious wow. uh, but when I was in like sixth or seventh grade I saw the movie The Craft yes! <laughs> <laughs> didn't we all <laughs> didn't we all and I mean that kick-started something we also <laughs> lived in Louisiana in New Orleans for a little bit when I was in third or fourth grade oh okay I finally Mm -hmm. went there
1: it was my dream to go there and I went there right before the apocalypse happened and (laughs) man I loved it It, uh, I loved it how wonderful you got to have that that's so great
3: it was it was really wonderful because (laughs) living there like I was in third or fourth grade or both of those grades I believe and you know that's really when you know all the little voodoo shops and I was like voodoo what's that Mm -hmm. you know and my parents were like you're not allowed in those stores I was (sighs) never allowed in those stores I know I know that's very conservative yeah very conservative um and so I was just like okay but you know like with kids especially um I was very inquisitive and so I saw the craft in you know what is that junior high And instantly was like, this, this, this is what I need. (laughs) I'm going to learn all I can about Wiccan. And we had these like weekly, every three weeks, we would go to the library, the local library in Hawaii. And, you know, again, religious schools. So they would monitor what books you took out.
2: And I remember
3: I, with my friend, we snuck, we found the witchcraft, voodoo, (laughs) Section and we're like, that's the book. Like that's the book that we need. And I remember we put together this whole thing. And we're like, we're just slipping in the backpack. And we're just like, are there tags in there? Like are we gonna get in trouble? <sighs> you know, so snuck out the book. <laughs> nice. Snuck it out. And um we did sneak it back in. Oh, three weeks. Mission accomplished. Was- mission accomplished. We just like. We would like sneak into like the back thing of the church because like where I went to school was also at the church. You we were oh. using the church photocopier to, like <laughs> photocopy
2: <laughs> sacrilege. And,
3: like, <laughs> love that. <laughs> you know, and like learning all these things. And then I did. I started reading more and more into it. And one thing that really stuck out to me is the stark differences of roles of men and women um, versus traditional Christianity and Protestant Christianity and Wiccan. And I was like, oh, they just don't want me to be great. Like, that's really what it is. Like totally what it comes down to. Yeah. And you know, like in my, in the church that I was raised, women are not allowed to be ordained as pastors. Women can never achieve that. It was recently voted on like maybe four years ago again at like the world church conference. And once again, you're like Burned no turn down, down. Uh, uh, so, stuff like
1: that makes my skin crawl yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah. Just... and then you find yeah, feelings so... wicked and you're like I can be a high priestess and like rule the world
3: sign me up <laughs> like, this is... right and like I'm not I'm not committing like treacherous sin just by existing mm-hmm. you know like I have control over my my destiny I can manifest I can you know, come into contact with nature. You're taught to trust your intuition. Huge. Yeah. The like Christianity as a whole works actively to make sure that you do not trust yourself. You're taught not to trust yourself, not to trust your intuition. Mm -hmm. And that's so dangerous. That's so dangerous. So yeah, I think there's a lot of really powerful things to learn and like traditions to pull from within these, these religions and these cultures from other places oh, so yeah yeah it's love, really interesting I love Voodoo's that the craft
1: amazing. sparked that that makes the
3: craft my heart them. happy <laughs> <laughs> just some silly Hollywood movie just like launched me on this path of like okay I think that's
1: great that's why sometimes yeah. like Every once in a while, Hollywood can actually be cool. And (laughs) especially during the (laughs) nineties, yes. Right. Now so yeah. much. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the new craft, uh whatever it was. Mm, reboot. I
0: don't want to. I I'm was, nervous. I, was, I
1: don't want to. I didn't either. I was just like, <sighs> I'm going to be angry. I know it. <laughs> There's too I much to already be angry about. This. I don't need
0: to add Hollywood into the mix. Make me more mm-hmm. angry. Yeah, that part. <laughs> no.
2: That
1: part. <laughs> I'll take my OG craft girls. Well, I They're good enough for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So do you engage in any little personal rituals on like a regular or semi-regular basis?
3: <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a growing thing. Mm-hmm. It's a growing thing. I'm, I'm learning about manifesting right now. I, you know, again, deep, deep into Seventh-day Adventist mm-hmm. culture. And just within, I would say, even within the last year and a half, two years or so is when I've you know I I left I stepped out of the tradition of going to church every Mm -hmm. week I did find someone that I felt like was reasonable and had a good head on their shoulders to study the bible with and so I would study with them just to like because I was trained I I was trained to become um like a missionary wife like oh, I was, no. I, I was definitely groomed for that. Um, I went to missionary school, I was trained in how to give Bible studies, um, all of that. So it's very, like, you can, it's really true. Like you can raise someone in something and then they can try to leave, but you are still always going to have like these deeply ingrained traditions that you're not necessarily going to know how to explain. You just do them. Got it. Um, so it's been a series of gentle unlearning yeah. and <laughs> it's hard. That's it ingrained
1: in you. I can't imagine. I went to a private yeah. school and that's not anywhere near what you experienced, but it, even that, like going to chapel every Friday, you can't wear your skirts this long or this short
3: exactly. or
1: like, you know, if you do this, you're going to hell. And even <laughs> things that you wouldn't even think like our basic sex ed class that was wild learning that in like the confines of Christianity like and even still to this day I'll do things and I'm like where am I getting this from and then I'm like ah Christian school (laughs) okay
3: (laughs) like it's so deeply ingrained. it's so deep a friend of mine the other day was like you know they were talking about um how they wanted to go back to their ex as like a palate cleanser and they made the comment they're like because you know he they don't count uh. and i was like count towards what and they're like the body count and i was like that that's that's patriarchy that's 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 your christian upbringing coming in again like oh. like put that away oh my like, gosh the number no count. right no. i mean it's a poor in thing every- in every part of our thing. Yeah. It's true. The beginning, the journey of like my practice started with, um, an energy worker an energy Mm. healer. Um, and this is so incredible because I was assigned this person when I was, uh, coming out of my abusive relationship and she contacted me the day that I got furloughed from my job at the beginning of the pandemic. And she just I mean, it was incredible timing. I got furloughed. I was notified of my furlough at like nine o'clock in the morning. And then I packed up some of my things and just left in a flood of tears because so much of my identity was wrapped up in that job. And I turned the corner onto my street and I got a text message. And when I parked read it, it was her. And she was like, Hey, like, I think that we should start sooner than later. Like, how's how's this week? And I was like, impeccable timing. (laughs) Yeah, Let's do that. And I mean, we mapped out my apartment. She wanted a blueprint. She looked up my apartment. She like figured out where my furniture was based on like, you know, the layout of the house. And, um, she let it be for a while. And then she did like a reading of like the energy corners and all that stuff. And then I had like a manic episode one day and just completely rearranged everything, completely turned life upside down. And she was like, okay, what did you do? Because she could sense it. She's like, what did you do? Where did you move your things? And I told her and she's like, perfect, perfect. That's exactly what I was going to tell you to do anyways. And she's like, "Mm "Hmm." and that really kind of set us up and set me up to like, be like, okay, so there's something that, is already within ourselves to intuitively set ourselves up for like a clean space mm-hmm. for positive energy to flow through. And so learning about that, like I now have like a manifestation corner, um, like an asking corner, which is really strange because I didn't intend for it to be that way, but I naturally just put everything that I love in that corner. There's oh. wine, map of Paris, a mm-hmm. um, couple of crystals, uh, a mirror, art the plants like I put life in that corner Mm -hmm. so it's very it's very interesting it's it's interesting how naturally we want we want to bring goodness into our lives Mm -hmm. and it's something that's intuitive and really special. So that's kind of where the journey has started.
0: That's cool. That. And that's where you trusted yourself, something that you had to unlearn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dude, that's exactly, exactly what I was thinking. I'm like she's doing it. She's doing it. It's <laughs> right so there cool.
1: in your in your space. I think that's yeah. lovely. You're right. Yeah. I love I love things like that how the universe or whatever you want to assign the name to it can like present with us how she and you that moment connected. I totally don't think those things are coincidence. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's on purpose. Like, I believe we can write our own like fate and stuff like that. Like, you know, not everything set in stone, but I do think the world will kind of provide us with things like that sometimes. And if we're ready to accept it, like it'll be there and we can grab it. And I think that's what happened. I like that. Yeah. I Um, like it too. She sounds cool.
3: (laughs) She's so cool. I feel like she would hate my space. (laughs) in. Mm-hmm. My name is Adrian and she is incredible. Um she gave me one of the most powerful experience like spiritual experiences I've ever had. It was I was going through a really difficult time and we connected. I called her and she she did a So she and I don't meet in person. I've never met this oh, wow. woman. Yeah. And she was like, "Okay, we need to do some like serious, you know, and I was going through something and she was like, are you ready to meet your inner child? Are you ready to meet her? Mm. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, okay, let's try. And she did this guided meditation with me. I've never, I've never experienced something so powerful in my life. She um, had me close my eyes and was like, where see, like, let's see where your mind takes you. Mm-hmm. It took me to a home, and I'm working on a new Instagram series right now. And I just rewrote this whole experience yesterday. Oh. Um, she it took me to a childhood home in Redwood City that I haven't thought about at that time in like probably a decade, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
3: I could map out that entire home without any effort. And it started in the doorway of my bedroom. It led me down the hallways and I was describing everything to her. Like I could feel the texture of the paint on the walls. I was running my fingers along the cabinets and I could hear my footsteps like creaking on the floor. And then I came out the other end of the hallway and I turned to the left, which is where the living room is and seated on the couch underneath the window By the door was me as a child. And I was wearing a dress. And like I was sitting on the edge and I had my hands in my lap and my feet weren't touching the floor. And I was like looking down and I had like tears coming down my face. And that was me. Like, and I was, I like called out to her and she didn't respond. And I like went and like, I was like, what do I do? And she's like, go sit next to her
2: and I'll feel it out
3: yeah and I was like I don't want to startle her she's like if she's you're not gonna startle her it's okay like mm. just go sit down next to her and I sat down next to her and I like tried to talk to her but she didn't want to talk and so I just gently like put her on my lap and this little girl like curled up oh. and just like curled up into a ball oh my like God. I literally met her child yeah my
1: heart's like hurting right now <laughs> hearing that yes. not in a bad way i just feel like i'm hearing you go through that i just i don't know i don't have words i never don't have i can't even talk perfect I'm, look at me you killed me <laughs> i'm not like this <laughs> that's so powerful and magical
3: and powerful I, oh, wow oh yeah, yeah it probably. was powerful i was just like oh my gosh like Oh my gosh! Like she was so little. Yeah, so
1: little. It's yeah. I've done one of those before, so I think that's why it's kind of hitting for me too. Because it's like, it's you kind of go into it like, what is this? What are we doing? What do you mean? (laughs) And like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to like quiet my mind, and this is you know like I'm not gonna trust in it enough where this is gonna go anywhere for me and it kind of sounds like in a way you were kind of thinking that too. Like what, like, what, what are we going to do with my little me? Yeah. And, and then <laughs> yeah, you end up in this wild ride and you're like, am I, am I making this up or is this actually coming to me? And then you're kind of like, this feels like it's coming to me and it's really powerful. It's really strange. I remember crying like during mine, it was like, what, what's going on? And it, It's very powerful yet the earth is so beautiful.
3: It's very, like, I honestly didn't think I would be able to one, settle my mind like that because when I first tried meditation for the first time, because again, right. Raised in the religion, like you don't meditate. That's like you're opening up. Portals, kind of Mm -hmm. deal.
1: Yep, all the things are gonna fly in, and Satan's gonna be right there. Yep, hundred percent. I remember friends' parents telling me that. Don't do
3: that. (laughs) Exactly. Don't do that. And so I remember like trying to meditate for the first time in like 2013, and like doing a guided meditation like in front of the television on YouTube, and (laughs) I like closed my eyes, and they're like, dude, I literally shouted. I was like, I am so scared right now. Like I was so afraid that like crossing a boundary you know? And it's so scary. for this, it is, it's scary. Um, but that was the most healing thing that that was incredible. That was one of the most healing things I've ever done in my life. And oh. yeah, I'm very thankful inter- for
1: it. Introduce us to Adrian. I think yeah.
3: <laughs> I will. I will. I would because love that. She is amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. She would be great to
1: have on this podcast. Oh, oh cool. cool. I like, I mean, yeah. Life's about learning and growing and it's so cool when you are able to meet people like that, like her and Mm -hmm. get to kind of pick their mind for a little bit. It's yeah. Why not? If they, if they're willing, like can't hurt. Right.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And she's one of the most intuitive people. I mean, she can, she's also like, um, a trained physical therapist. And so she can find things with the energy. Things,
1: like in your body and be like, hey, how's it <laughs> oh, me going? And Liana, oh, our whole body would light up. She'd be like, Oh yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're going to have to come
1: more than the recommended. <laughs> but it's so nice yeah, that we- you
0: had somebody that's like that gentle. And that, like you said, intuitive be your kind of like your guide through unlearning, but also learning more about yourself and learning about new ways of, of opening your mind and opening your heart to new experiences. And that's just really, it's really cool that you had somebody that's that special because I've personally had some, uh, when like experiences with people that claim to be very intuitive. And like, when I first started kind of on this journey and I was like, I feel nothing with you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm feeling not a lot going on here why did I give you money? Yeah. Dang it.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting because are we allowed to talk about drugs? Of course. Oh, you can
1: talk about whatever you want. <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> you can swear, really, you can, whatever. You're, yeah. This is safe, free range space. <laughs> yeah.
3: So like I've been getting into tarot mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, we wanted to talk to you a little about that too. So <laughs> perfect. Yes. Tarot is amazing. Um, I, again something so forbidden oh, right and so yeah <laughs> i started doing these weekly tarot readings on my instagram and then um my mom uh found oh it boy <laughs> and she was like uh amber no and i was like uh mom i'm like over 30 so you're like i'm an adult oh, maybe, yes. maybe yes maybe yes <laughs> <laughs> But I've now noticed that I haven't done them since she (gasps) said no. And I'm like, "Gosh!" she like, you know, she got in there, got got into the headspace. But um, it's something that I'm still very much exploring and learning about. And a friend of mine was like talking about how stressed they are right now. And they were like, you know, I should probably just do a dose of mushrooms and just spend time with my ancestors. Oh man. And my head. I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? what? Do we know? Do I know you? I what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> because do you like, know me? Again, you know, like like cannabis is like that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm already in like hot water with the whole wine thing being from, you know, Avenist um upbringing mm-hmm. that is a very dry religion. You do not drink. Yeah. And, you know, I'm already in hot water there. And I'm quite literally swimming in wine here, and so I want that problem. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Until like the bottles move at night, and like you're like flying out of bed at one o'clock in the morning, you're like, "What was that?"
1: I know, I I can't believe you. Maybe we need to investigate your place. Yeah, (laughs) we should investigate her wine, Erica. Let's. You should investigate your wine. We'll need to take all the bottles and
3: (laughs) things will fly. like, I've had something fly off the wall before. Mm-mm. Um, what? And it's yeah, it's fine, it's cool. I just the ghost with me is sassy, and okay. I know why, why they're not
1: this. talking about this, too. Damn, yeah,
3: <laughs> very little because I had the same photo up twice in the apartment, and so it like flung it off the floor. <gasps> I was doing the dishes, just like flung it off the floor at my feet, and I was just like, I like froze and I was like, A little aggressive, like, next time. <laughs> you don't need to do it like that you handled that (laughs) like a boss (laughs) well it's been with me like so I used to think that certain spaces were like haunted which you know they probably are but I I'm pretty sure that what is with me like it's with me it's not with okay and so um it was I had the same picture hanging up twice and it didn't like that But then what had happened, the reason why I had the same picture up twice is because I was covering up a photo of my ex and I, so that was interesting, but
1: um, I like a good sassy ghost. I don't mind (laughs) that. Yeah, sassy
3: little, (laughs) sassy little thing. In Hawaii, it, um, my, I used to get something in my, like on my bed, like landing on my bed, Mm. um, very heavy, very loud. Um, my mom even heard it one time from the Ooh, other side of the house. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it would leave like indentations, like, in Oh, my my g- oh. <laughs> sorry. I'm very excited. <laughs> this stuff stresses what? me out. Erica's like, yeah, I'm like, ah, I know. I love it. I live for it. Yeah. So my, um, my, my bed frame had slats right it Mm -hmm. rested on these different like slats yeah and I remember one time it hit so hard it actually knocked off two of the slats like at the base and my mom and I shrieked and because you know I was in bed Mm -hmm. by myself and my my the master bedroom was on the other side of the house opposite sides there's a whole living room and a kitchen in between the bedrooms and my mom heard it and she was like, "What is going on?" And she came in. She saw the indentation at the end of the bed. She saw the bed sideways, and she looked at it and she looked at me. And I was like, "You see it, right?" Because I had been telling her that it was happening. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, I do." And I was like, "Okay, all right. So I'm not. All right. So you believe me?
0: Oh my but we never, god. We never talk about. It. I was gonna say, yeah. what does her? What does? adventist religion say about stuff like that well there's like saints and the holy ghost and i mean
3: religion's
1: kind of yeah. spooky when you get down to oh, it i don't know
3: yeah there's there's like multi-winged angels with wheels for feet yeah. and they're covered in eyes. Oh. yeah it's yeah oh. yeah Whoa. what are those the ezekiel angels mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah i think so ezekiel or- i grew up a hippie yeah. so like all of this is very like I don't know a lot about that. It's horrifying. (laughs) It's
3: horrible
1: sounding. It really is.
0: My mom tried to make me Catholic. She got me baptized and I went to communion. And then I was like, I don't like this. I want to go back outside. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be outside now. Yeah,
3: I want to go back outside. Yes. Go play in the mud
0: with flowers. All right, bye.
3: (laughs) I can't
1: believe it was moving slats in your, I mean, I can believe it, but like, I can't. (laughs) My brains aren't in because those are hard to move. I know exactly what you're talking about Mm because I have a bed like that.
3: That's yeah. like a lot of force. Yeah. I think it's important too, to note that I was on big Island of Hawaii. That's where I grew up. And so Hawaii island. is a very, it's mine. It's the best
0: one. It is it's the
3: best island. We love Hawaii, Hawaii is a very so spiritual You um, know, it's, it's very spiritual. It's so much of the land there is sacred mm-hmm. and it's just been robbed and stolen and annexed by the United mm-hmm. States. And so, you know, yes I I and plus like where I was like where I lived on the big island I grew up on the dry side of Waimea and then we moved up to Kohala oh. and like that area and so I always lived on the older the oldest part of the island yeah. so I I no problem no problem believing that you know there was a lot of like energies there mm-hmm.
1: oh, I don't doubt yeah. it that's why Hawaii feels so good when you go there Cause it's yeah. like alive with that energy. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a hug. I love that place. <laughs> it's yeah. so beautiful. I don't want people to ruin it. It makes me sad. Right. Cause it's like, yeah. please don't, we're wrecking everything. Can we just not like, let's just keep Hawaii sacred, please.
0: Oh, I, by the way, I also have a, uh, changed. Do- I think it's change.org. I have a petition. I need everybody to sign it's to stop people from developing on the, uh, Monaka the no the uh the Pololū Valley Lookout oh,
3: they're trying yes. to build
0: a yes a 13 uh unit condominium or something and like a 5 acre parking lot yeah which is 5 acres are you
3: absolutely like that is my old stomping grounds like that is it Pololū that's my beach like that's where I grew up like that's Aww. where that's where I grew up and like Polu is so sacred it mm-hmm. is part of the seven valleys it yep. connects the like to YPO. To YPO. like you yep. can yep like and like look at YPO like look what they did to YPO they paved that road like they shouldn't have paved the road to begin with because now you have people that don't follow the laws that are ruining their cars and like they can't go in there and take the cars out so you have these cars decomposing at the slowest rate humanly possible on the side of the road leaking into the ocean destroying wildlife it's absolutely disgusting like, I don't know why developers are coming so hard. Like you've got the save the Mauna from Mauna Kea. Mm-hmm. You've got the observatories that are up there. There's already enough. We don't need more. No. It's so horrendous. It's so horrendous. Like it's so hard to see my home going through that.
0: Yeah. It's pretty bad. So I'm going to include I'm links for that angry. too, because please I want include everybody include to that. sign it. everybody that's listening, please sign it because and just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. When, that that that's alone. why we love it. Cause when my husband and i went um we went on this uh taro farm tour just so that we could oh. see it in ypo and we yeah. met a man who was basically he was a steward of the land for the next 20 years or whatever and he was the sweetest man in the whole wide world and just being in ypo makes me cry because it's the most beautiful place i've ever seen in my life and it is. and it just needs to stay under the stewardship of native hawaiians and not yeah white Thanks. people i'm anything that can help keep it um just keep hawaii hawaii that would be great that'd be just great then people can actually enjoy it when they visit and while they're at it give it back yeah Yeah. respectfully yeah (laughs) it's like don't you want it to be hawaii when you visit not la like that's why we leave the city to go there. Anyway, I have really You should have to answer
1: like it. 10 questions before you go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you pass Absolutely. this intelligence test? Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: how do you feel about Mother Earth and how do you respect it? And if they're like, what? What do you mean? Then they shouldn't be able to come in. <laughs> You're like, give me that ticket back. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you failed right there. <laughs> Why are you questioning it?
0: <laughs> okay. No. Um, so, because we're going to have to conclude soon because your girl's got to go to work. Um, but I want to give you a chance to kind of like let everybody know where they can see you and find your blog and all of that good stuff. All the things. Awesome.
3: You work hard on them. So damn straight.
0: Promote it. <laughs> Do everything. <laughs> I,
3: I am on Instagram at AmusedBlog, Amused with a D, Amused blog. So Instagram.com slash amused blog. Um, my website is amused uh, please don't be mad at me. That website has not been updated since no. December. Uh, but whatever. Um, I have things that I'm working on. Someday when I get my brain to kind of like settle a little bit more, uh, I will get it there. Um I'm on any social media platform that you can think of. It's the same handle because branding. Amused blog. <laughs> we don't yes, have to so, do it. <laughs> so. yeah. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of those things. Um, And then the link that I have on my Instagram right now does not link back to my website or Linktree. It goes directly to the GoFundMe for everything that's going on right now. So if you feel moved in any type of way and you want to learn more about the current situation of everything that's going on, there's lots of information there on the GoFundMe page. Um, Shout out to like this amazing community. We raised $10,000 in less than less than three weeks like i think it was like like 13 days 16 days somewhere in there um which is powerful and
1: humbling
0: at the time so but deserved
1: i think it's also deserved
0: yeah (laughs) and clearly people donated because they know it's right so Yeah. yeah. yeah well amber thank you so much for taking the time we know you're crazy busy but we really feel honored that you carved out some time for us it means a lot
3: Thank you so much for having
0: me. Was not expecting
1: that your place is haunted with a sassy ghost either. I've, I've (laughs) thought it also knocks down your wine.
3: That's so rude. (laughs) (laughs) So rude. Right. But I feel like it's just like maybe making suggestions. It's like drink. Oh, Oh my God. That's a new blog. (laughs) Please make that blog. (laughs) Sassy little creature and just wants the best and. Like not malicious in any way, just very playful and perhaps a little rough at
0: times, but
1: <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs>
0: well, thank you so much, Amber. And we really appreciate you and yeah. everything that you're doing. You're doing so much for Sonoma County. So thank you, really. Cause thank you. It, you're it making water. And maybe we'll see you out there one day at one yeah. of the holidays,
1: or... I think we need to get wine together.
0: We should do that. I we should would go on a wine adventure.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We know nothing about wine, just that we like drinking it. So oh, how
3: fun. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a I'm blast. not terribly
0: picky, but I do like when people know good wine and then they tell yeah. me how to <laughs> identify this good wine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all for that. Yes.
1: Okay, We're not too bougie to not like cheap wine though. Well,
0: exactly. We'll go. Same. We'll okay. Why not? Same. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> all right well have a wonderful day and thank you so much thank you thank you all right bye Bye. have a good
1: one